0: More inflation. What a stupid sound of a bitch.
1: Um, welcome back to College Connections. Um, summer I'm- edition. What what Peter?
0: Summer edition. <laughs> okay, we can get to the part now.
1: <laughs> this is this is the summer edition. Sure is. It's uh sweltering. Um I'm I'm Ethan. Um, I know this is only our third one, and I know you know nobody listened to the last two. So if you decide, if people finally have decided to tune in, um, I'm Ethan
0: i'm peter uh for those of you who
1: forget um and uh yeah we're we're we took a few couple week hiatus directly after i think i said i'd like to make it a weekly thing <laughs>
0: but uh things called finals you, you know, know finals and, and
1: all of that i'm sure all of you were busy as well um but alas we are back back recording excited to be here and, um, and yeah, we've got, we've got a fair amount to talk about today. Um, first and foremost, obviously, is the um, terrible tragedy uh, coming out of Uvalde. Um, and as of, I mean, as of really like, maybe a half an hour ago, um, yet another mass shooting. Um, in in, in, in Tulsa, uh at a in, a in a medical building no less um, so another another terrible tragedy in both are, are just awful and and you've all been in a elementary school I mean it's just, it's just so terrible that this would happen to to kids that young um, even even worse is is the fact that the police were there and it seems they just didn't do anything um, for an hour almost an hour and a half just sat there uh, so infuriating um and so and sad. on that
0: uh the well the, the first report was that uh there were two school resource officers officers up front who uh, were wounded and that's how he got in that turned out to not be true at all um right Right. They there was the were the door were
1: just, propped open, right?
0: Yeah. And he was just able to walk right in there. Um, and then they just stood on the perimeter of the building for an hour and even handcuffed a couple of parents who tried to get in and just run out and get their kids. Yeah. Um so again, one the I think like the deputy sheriff or someone uh went on TV and said, Oh, well, they were scared to go in um because they didn't want to risk their lives. Um, which I mean, definitely uh
1: awful excuse
0: like um yeah i mean understand why they don't want to rest their lives but also if that's what's true then they should not be police officers um that is quite literally their job
1: yeah i mean when when you're the line of defense between a shooter and a bunch of innocent kids like that that is where you step up i mean that's why we have police it's it's not it's not so that you can hand out parking violations like this is where this is where your job matters and it's where they failed um and and i think yeah it's just awful that you know that i mean that's that's why there are police it, it, it's it's you know we have police for other reasons but you know there are a million ways to keep civil order in place but when it comes down to what's important you know, this is it and and it didn't happen
0: um yeah terrible and also uh thank God for the uh, border control agents who were eventually the ones who did enter the school and were able yeah. to uh, take him out. And as tragic yeah. as it is, um, you know, it is uh, I mean, lucky it is. that they went in and it wasn't even worse. Um, right. No, that's right. hard to see how it could be worse, but.
1: I mean, it is so awful. It was such a high, high toll. Um, just, just no, no good aspect of this i guess other than the the uh, border agents that went in um just awful just really terrible um and 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 now again another tragedy um in tulsa the hospital i mean you know
0: at least uh three people are dead and the uh shooter is dead um but we're still waiting alert, to hear alert, uh information yeah, um as you mentioned we just got these alerts like half an hour ago as we we're planning this
1: yeah i mean this is um there's not much information um, yet, but it's, it's clear that this is another just again terrible terrible event i mean talk about defenseless to walk into a medical medical building um
0: just just terrible um and uh, of course, that has launched all sort of uh, questions on the gun debate um, for and against gun regulations. Um, now, even we're talking about this before, and we just think it's so asinine that uh, we have these, we launch into these conversations every time in the aftermath of a shooting. Um,
1: it it's, it's. Um, I mean, I, I just like, I, I hate to to look at, at people's responses to these sorts of events. And I mean, it's just so tragic. And, and you know, it, it seems like we, we we mourn and then turn to the partisan debate in the same sentence. And it's just so awful that you can't even take a, a second to, to acknowledge what a terrible loss has happened before launching into debate. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, that's, I just, really hate to see that it's a it's a peeve of of mine i think as well as peter's so
0: yeah and i think part of the problem is just an insistence that um that the other side uh caused this or is at least somewhat responsible for this or the other side doesn't want to stop this i mean and um it's
1: i guess it always um in, in a lot of ways a lot comes back to just a lot of division
0: yeah and regardless of that's what you actually think um if you're actually trying to persuade and actually trying to cause change that's not how you should go into conversations it's not just be lecturing and jumping into that um i think you do need to come across and actually realize that uh you need to persuade people and uh just lurching on to uh horrible shootings is not the best way to do that right
1: right um but yeah so i i I guess um i guess that's kind of our piece um you know terrible loss we're not going to talk about guns right now just because we just don't don't like it um you know there's there's no point in in creating something partisan out of what's obviously a tragedy you know right away i think we can talk about guns later but um just yeah just to acknowledge that this is really awful, um, and I, I guess I guess uh, with with that we'll kind of um, move move on to uh, to other other topics. So, yes, uh, mo- moving on. Um, Biden uh, recently wrote an article about inflation.
0: Um, did you think Do you think he wrote it himself? there's no way right no no it, I so when who, a prominent who, who goes non-writer uh writes a column it's almost never uh themselves even like Amber heard who's being sued by Johnny Depp um over her defamation article accusing him of domestic abuse even she mid, she did not write which that was herself recently,
1: which was recently settled by the way
0: that was that was um but that was written by the ACLU not heard herself herself
1: right so yeah no I wonder I wonder. Who I mean, who wrote this? Who's Biden's ghostwriter?
0: Um, probably like fifteen different staffers.
1: Oh, poor poor guys um, and girls yeah. and girls. Um, yeah. I I mean I just I can't take um like anything that's said from any part of the government because it's Ooh. almost always like like it's just talking points and it doesn't even like have to do with the subject at hand, like in this article as well. Like, and, and, and it always seems like, but yeah, whatever. Well,
0: I mean, let's just be grateful that he's finally admitting that there's inflation. I mean, his last take, I mean, he was being warned more and over and over again that uh, this huge spending and uh, the uh, increased velocity of money from COVID uh, stimulus will cause inflation He said, "Oh, was not going to happen." There was a
1: ginormous decline in the velocity of money. Did he actually say that there was an increase in the velocity of money?
0: I think I meant to say no. I said meant to say decrease, and I'm just the decrease. The decrease
1: decrease would cause a decline. the The decrease is the only reason we haven't had soaring, awful inflation. Yeah, like, and and not that we don't even already have soaring. Like, this is the only reason it's not way worse. We like, I don't think people understand how much money we printed. M2 increased by 42% in one year. That's not supposed to happen. That isn't supposed to, that's a lot. Um, and I, I don't know if you've seen like, well, I, I think I, I mentioned this, but like there's California introduced a program to allow first-time home buyers under a certain you know income bracket to buy homes without paying interest, right? So they're basically gonna reimburse the banks with um so so i mean i assume this is from leftover covid money
0: right and then just to clarify the banks the banks are still making their regular interest it's just the government who's bailing out the first time home buyers
1: yes which with, with with printed money that hasn't been spent yet
0: right yeah
1: so you know thank god uh we're still injecting new money into circulation so, so, you know, if you thought gas prices in California were, were high at $8, that's low actually, and get ready for them to be higher.
0: Um, I'm, now I feel thankful here in uh, Virginia, we can get gas for the cheap price of like 480 a gallon, so.
1: Yeah, about, about the same here, Pete. Um, it's brutal, uh, you know.
0: We're hitting like we're, new we're, uh, record prices for gas pretty much on a daily basis right um but again be thankful biden has finally recognized the problem he admits is not transitory um and it's
1: and it's the gas company's fault um, yeah well <laughs> yeah i think you he did say that at one point um which i i outlined kind of like the economic principles at play there a little bit um it is really truthfully uh you know the fact that there's a ginormous supply squeeze as well as um the fact that we printed a shit ton of money. Um,
0: yeah, um, I think Biden's plan had tried to been just ignore it. You know, you focus on a a bevy of items. I mean, at least Ukraine um, that was able to take his attention off of inflation. Just talk about that. Yeah. Um, of course, there was a whole uh, voter suppression thing. Um, the Roe v Wade of the abortion. So, but Biden.
1: Yeah, that took some. Uh, as finally
0: realized as his uh popularity continues to decrease that inflation is something that pretty much every voter uh cares about deeply um and he has to address it he has to tell people ahead of the midterms that he has a plan and that the inflation will go down um and you know what that's what he did but it's weird because he didn't fully admit so that yeah the economy's in a bad state he, he, he admits that, like, you know, people uh, yeah. might have tough conversations around the kitchen table and you might have less food, but he also says the economy is in a great state, actually.
1: Yeah. He says- I mean, Sorry, Pete. I, um, you, yeah. You can go ahead.
0: Yeah. Right, well, he just says, um, uh, rather, if the average monthly job creation shifts in the next year from the current levels of 500,000 to something closer to 150,000 it will be a sign that we are successfully moving into the next phase of recovery. Yeah, As this kind of job growth is consistent with low un- unemployment and a healthy economy. So actually this is all just a healthy economy and this is a, us transitioning uh, to a further into our healthy recovery.
1: And I, and, and I, and I'd like to point out Peter that, um, you know, transitioning into more job growth is a big if right now, I mean, we're seeing, um, you know, I, I think, I mean, this was kind of a month ago at this point, but companies, uh, quarter reports were coming out last month and it was not a good look. People were not liking what, what was on these companies' income statements. And uh, I mean, Netflix fired a whole host of people. A ton of other companies were doing the exact same thing. We're, we're heading into a job market where this might be a leading indicator of, of what's to come. I'm Well, I mean, this is kind of, somewhat speculation, but I'm worried as like, uh, we raise interest rates and liquidity kind of drains out of the economy and people finally, you know, well, people had a lot of money in the to start because all of a sudden everyone was getting income, um, you know, higher, higher income. And when there's higher income, people spend more. And then all of a sudden, you know, I think it really caught up to people that their income wasn't really that high in relation to the rest of the prices that were, that have gone up. And, um, as of right now, it seems that consumer spending has been pretty good, but that might be slowing down as, as people start to say start to cut back on things like, oh, I don't know, Netflix subscriptions, right? And um, you know, other kind of bacon. And-
0: bacon. Uh representative Katie Porter from California yeah. recently uh said that she was at a grocery store and had to put back a ten dollar thing of bacon. Uh, so even she's uh, experiencing the heavy effects of inflation, yes. and it's really it's really become something that politicians and Democrats can't ignore. You know, if they want if they don't want to be completely it's hammered true. in the midterms, uh, they um, have, they have to show a co- coherent plan. Um, it's true. It's and true. And Bi- Biden lays out his uh, three part plan in the, his Wall Street Journal article. Um, his first plan, his first part, is uh, that the Federal Reserve Needs to control inflation better. The second part is it's Putin's fault that gas is so high um, because we uh, need to punish Mr. Putin for what he's done. And the
1: which, which I mean, isn't wrong, you know, I think. Oh, like, no,
0: no. I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, I'll go back into uh yeah. what he should be doing. But pretty much his second part of the plan is him saying what he's already done, which is uh, release releasing more oil reserves, which he even admitted had a very, very small possibly even negligible effect on uh, the national gas average Um, and a third part of his plan is uh, having congress pass more acts that will increase housing uh provide uh more more peter yes um doesn't increase government expenditure um not decrease inflation well there's some this thing called a trillion dollar coin Okay, Janet Yellen.
1: Um no, I I I mean like I think the 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 problem here is uh w- with some of these statements is a little bit twofold. A I think there's kind of ignoring the fact that um you know, the economy reacts to things it, it, like with a bit of a lag uh a factor. You know what I mean? Most of the inflation that we're seeing right now isn't anything we're doing right now. Like it's kind of baked into the cake at this point. Like we printed a shit ton of money and it's hard to pull that money out really quickly without having something just as bad happening, which is probably, which might happen anyway. Um, You know, the fed's going to raise interest rates and they're going to try to take money out of the economy. Um, But at the same time, you know, this, very very much like we're seeing inflation um because of what we've already done and it's very hard to reverse those things like those are kind of already there and and it's hard for me to say like now let's just take some action to stop it in its tracks like the economy doesn't really react like that um
0: and just just a quick uh correction the third part of this plan is not uh getting congress uh to act and pass his bills that was just a uh, complaint he made earlier in the article. His third plan is to uh, get the evil companies and evil bill- billionaires to start paying their fair share. Um, and and we should end, quote, and we should end the outrageous fair- unfairness in the tax code that allows a billionaire to pay lower rates than a teacher or firefighter. Okay, that's, that's not true. The only way that is true uh, from income tax is if the billionaire does not get an income tax, which some billionaires do because uh, they get most of their money um, outside from just an income salary. If you don't have an income salary, then you don't pay an income tax. Right. Um, I think, I but think if you, if you real- do earn a high income salary, as many billionaires still do, then of course they're paying more taxes than a teacher and firefighter. And even if you don't get an income salary, and uh, you're still paying higher taxes overall um, than a teacher or firefighter.
1: Yeah, and and you know I think I think people think there are a lot more loopholes than there really are. I mean, yeah, there's like a few ways people can like put their money in charities and this sort of thing, but like I'm f- I mean for the most part, the taxes are being paid. Like that's just kind of a fact. Yeah,
0: and I'm sure I'm sure there are like some serious loopholes in this system, but most most of the time when people complain about loopholes, there there aren't loopholes. There aren't flaws. They aren't flaws they're actually implemented by design. So as you said, the charity loophole that's not a loophole. I'd rather the money go to charity than the government and. That was the point of having a charity tax break.
1: Right, right. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and then, um, I mean, there's just also the fact that, that taxing, you know, the wealthy more does not do much for inflation or anything for that matter. Um, you know, unless the government takes that money and just buries it in their backyard um so so that to take it out of circulation so anyway i i i think i think brian riedel too i mean you you mentioned um Mm -hmm. billionaires really do pay taxes and and they do and, and and at least if they're getting income and otherwise you know a lot of the money comes from stocks and those are you know when those gains are realized uh you know aka when they sell their stocks those capital gains are taxed as well Brian Riedel, I'm, I, you may have seen, uh, tweeted um, kind of, you know, ranting uh, about how there's a lot of talk about how much uh, money some of the wealthiest people in America made, um, you know, in 2021. This year, however, I mean, we've seen the S&P tank. Um, I, I think, I think we're, we were at least teetering on 20% if, if we didn't hit it. Uh, so... I, I think he mentioned that between Bezos Musk and um, Bill Gates that they lost um, I want to say like was it was it somewhere close to half a trillion like they lost a lot or it couldn't be close to half a trillion it was or it was a lot of money that they lost like an, an exorbitant amount of money um, has been lost by billionaires here And that's and that's why we don't tax unrealized capital gains or net wealth or anything like that is because I mean, a lot of that money is held in stocks that, that, you know, that, that money has not been realized yet. It, um, it's not something that they can spend um, unless they sell. And a lot of people talked about how uh, Musk is, is using his Twitter shares as uh, collateral um, to buy this business. You know, that's, that's very, very different um, because he's using them as collateral in an investment opportunity. Where the investors are expecting him to not have to use the collateral, like that's kind of the point, is that they're expecting to be able to make um, make their money without him selling all of his shares to reimburse their uh, their investments in in the company.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, and and but, yeah. lot lots of these companies, like Amazon, for example, they did make a lot of money during the pandemic. But is that necessarily a bad thing? They steal money from people? No, they made a lot of money because because more people started using Amazon services, which in the pandemic was extremely useful i mean instead of people having to go out and go to stores looking for stuff they took stuff like such peter. as like toilet paper mask in the beginning that was hard to find they could just order online and have it shipped right to their door um so again very safe very useful people chose to use amazon because it was convenient and safe um and that's why they made money
1: if they took advantage of people peter this is not what you're not understanding yeah. this was um people died in their warehouses that's true actually but <laughs> we'll bet we'll we'll, we'll skip that. Uh, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. So so, I mean, enough ranting about about this. I guess.
0: Well, let's rant about gas right now. Yeah. I so, was- um, so listen, he Biden again explains uh why we must to uh, still keep up our efforts to punish Mr. Putin, uh, for his invasion of Ukraine um and that's pretty much why we got to keep the restrictions on uh russian oil and gas in place and i largely agree with that um you know i responded to uh alphonsus's article in the contraire about uh why we need to keep pushing for ukraine Mm -hmm. um so i I am a fan of this the problem is biden's acts as if he's doing everything he can by releasing the oil reserves in which case that does very very little uh, in fact, Biden knows this, that's why Biden is actually talking to uh, Venezuela, he's talking to Saudi Arabia, and trying to get more oil imported into the country from there. That makes no sense, Why Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, very much largely dictatorships, uh, many, many human rights abuses, should not be doing business with them for gas, because even if we stop doing it from, with Russia. Uh, what Biden should be doing is actually uh, say, uh, le- creating more uh, permits for drilling in the U.S. Offshore offshore drilling is about to expire in a month. Biden has no plans to reinstate that. He already canceled plans for drilling uh, in Alaska. And, you know, the environmentalists may say that adds more fossil fuels to environment is bad for environment. Well, it's not because we're not burning any more fuel than we previously would be we're just instead of getting our oil from russia we're now getting it from the us which would be cheaper to make
1: um it's true well technically if it's cheaper to make then more will be in demand oh. and uh more will be used peter just just well just- more more Point yeah, out uh, but and, and also- i have more relative
0: to how it is now about the same how it was uh before the russian sure. sanctions sure. against russia.
1: and, and and also um you know i mean th- this this isn't likely to really help inflation either i mean this would be you know this this these drilling permits would would kind of be it would it, would, it would be a long term
0: decrease in price of gas it would what? it would help decrease the price of gas to uh, now a bit more to what it was before Putin's invasion of Ukraine.
1: I mean, it would, uh, it would be it would be hard to to dramatically increase supply immediately, even if we issue those permits, though. It would not be
0: an immediate thing, um, but right. I think you know for this, the long term plan has to be in fact in effect and thought about. And instead, Biden's just trying to ship it from these uh, dictatorial countries. Sure,
1: sure, yeah. I, I mean, I I I have to. I have to agree, um, you know, whether or not you, uh, you agree with, um, you know, fossil fuels or whatnot. Um, domestic oil is better than, than, uh, human rights, rights abuse oil. Um, I, I, I think that's, that's a clear winner. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very open to renewable energy. I like it. Uh, but you know, if, if you, uh, really forced my hand and, and made me choose between American oil and uh, Saudi Arabian oil, I'd, I'd probably choose American oil. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, and
0: obviously, renewable energy is better. But uh, most Americans who are already struggling with inflation, you know, they can't have renewable energy. Uh, get their- Just, buy a
1: Tesla. Just buy a Tesla theater. Well, But
0: even even then, Tesla's do get their energy from electricity. But where is the electricity coming from? It's not really from renewable yeah, energy, exactly. from power plants, most of which are still powered by fossil fuels. So it's I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, the the source still indirectly contributing the fossil fuels is, is what really matters. Yeah. Um. And and uh, I I think someone actually mentioned this. Like, we 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 may not even really have the like the the infrastructure available or like the power available to us to even power. A entire fleet of electric vehicles in the US. Like, if we all decided to switch over to Tesla's right now, um, you know, if one too many people hopped on the chargers, we might have a blackout because we just don't have the type of energy production um, scale, you know, needed to kind of meet those energy requirements of, of charging Tesla's and uh, those cars and such. Um, so, so, yeah. So,
0: corollary, another long term plan build more nuclear power plants.
1: Yeah. Love nuclear. Super awesome. Definitely build more nuclear power plants. And, and, you know, like new, the thing, the thing about, uh, solar and, um, and wind turbines and that sort of thing is that they're super variable. I mean, large fluctuations in how much energy they're, they're putting out. Um, and, and the thing is we don't have great ways to store energy. So it's really easy for us to cause like a, um, you know, no. If if we don't meet, we we have to be like above energy demands at all times. We don't. We can't. We don't have the bandwidth to try to like meet, uh, you know, dips in supply because we just need to be above it all at all times. Because so we have no way to store energy. We just have to make sure we're meeting all peaks at all times. Um, and and some renewables aren't really great at that. So like, nuclear as a um, as in the very least a kind of base amount of energy. To supplement other renewables like solar and wind feels pretty necessary at least at the time being or at least for the time being um i know one one of my friends was talking about how one of the reasons some of this battery development is so important is that it could help us store energy better which could make uh renewables like solar and wind like just a little bit more useful uh which which i think makes enough sense but yeah at the time being they're not you know super viable as a um standalone uh energy um source. <laughs> uh yeah. So 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 that's just kind of some of the list logistics. I mean not that I you know wouldn't want it to be. It's just some of the logistical problems of of uh of of how how much they fluctuate um and how our our energy system works our energy grid works. Yeah um but yeah yeah so uh do you want to talk about oh my god do you want to talk about paul
0: paul i think i think it's about time
1: free paul free paul yeah um
0: uh, so for those who don't yeah. know uh paul uh, does he what's his last name does he go by uh the congresswoman's name um, I, Pelosi, wait, it's, it's, wait. Yeah. it's the speaker of the house, right? I think, but is it, I, I think that's um, who it is. What's your Na- name? Na- Nancy Pelosi. Name Nancy. Um, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Her husband got a DUI. Um, apparently he was struck by another driver. Um, I'm not sure whose fault it was. I don't think that information is public, but either way, he was charged with a DUI. Um, and, Pelosi herself had no comment, but her office had a pretty remarkable response, saying uh, Nancy Pelosi was actually on the East Coast of the time of that happening, so
1: unable to monitor her husband, keep him in check.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, was unable to dangle the keys away from him.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm personally, um, you know, at least semi anti drunk drunk driving. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, I think I would endorse that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, um, so
1: yeah, bad, bad move to be, to be driving drunk. Um, that's, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of a goof. It's a little funny. Um, well, no, it's yeah. not. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know how to thread this needle, Well, it it, could, it, 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 but obviously drunk driving is not a joke. Don't drive drunk, but also yeah. the fact that Paul Pelosi sped into traffic in his, in his, uh, nice 2021 porsche uh and uh you know crashed his car uh
0: yeah i mean no go one out. got hurt so that's why we yeah, feel more good. comfortable uh ma- making fun of this because uh hurt no pretty good we we know better we're college students and we know better not to drunk drive and yet the uh speaker of the house is well, husband we drink,
1: because we're only 20 years old
0: Let's well, that's that obviously mind. what I meant that's what I meant
1: do not drink yet but when we start in one year we will we will be making sure not to drive
0: well yeah what else what else did I mean
1: yeah obviously obviously um yeah so 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 moving on uh, <laughs> moving on moving on um oh are we going to talk about um California
0: yeah. Um, so I guess here's where we kind of can wade into uh, the gun restrictions uh, go, relating to uh, California's new proposal. Uh, they're offering uh, a twenty five million dollar grant to state and local or to local uh, officials for a gun buyback.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they sure uh, are. I mean, and this is just another uh, example of them fucking blowing through cash. Uh, yeah those those covid reserves are coming in handy as far as california is concerned they are wasting no time in injecting more money into the economy but that's you know that's kind of the point of our last discussion so yes they they're they're buying back guns um you know i guess this whole will, will
0: work i mean i i don't really see see that uh i mean i, think, I mean who who who's going who's going to be selling their guns like' is, if you're a criminal, if you're someone who wants to use your gun to kill people or to injure or to intimidate, you're not the one who's going to like say, oh yeah, no, I'm definitely going to sell my gun back now.
1: Yeah. I like, mean, unless, unless you can, can buy one for cheaper with the serial number scratched off.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, no, so yeah, and I mean, that, that, that definitely makes California a safer state.
1: This could be a, this could be a sell one by two kind of situation. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean like, yeah, I, I, I mean, well, I guess to start, I I I kind of believe in the Second Amendment to a, to an extent here. I do, yeah. um, I do think that guns are like important that 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 people have to to you know at, at least a little bit. Uh, but the other part is that it, it's it's hard for there to be any practical solutions to like getting the guns out of the country somehow. Um, there's a lot of them and people aren't going to give them up and you know yeah yeah i i, I guess i just don't the state speak.
0: law just comes from the premise that guns are just bad regardless about whose hand this is so their premise is the fewer guns we have the safer we are which fine we can have the argument the problem is by doing this you're just removing guns from People who are going to who are going to use their guns lawfully. You're not. No one's who's going to use it in an unlawful way is now going to jump at their opportunity to sell back their gun to the government. Unless it's just like not going to happen. Buy,
1: buy two for for. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. For
0: the- it does not make California a safer state.
1: Um, no, lar- largely it, it, it probably does not. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big um, I'm a big you know stop it at the source kind of guy. I feel like um, I think it's. We should definitely take better measures to make sure that guns don't get into the wrong hands. Um, that's for sure I, you know I believe in self-defense um, you know if you if you hate police, I, I don't think there's a better reason to believe in uh, to believe in people having their own guns. If you don't think the police are gonna protect you, you know someone has to. I saw an infographic once that suggested that everyone learn like um, I think they said Krog Maga, Um like and and they like made this a real scenario they they suggested if a robber is trying to steal someone's car all the neighbors can come out of their house with their you know krog maga lessons and take them down this is not going to happen um
0: especially if the thief has like a knife on him
1: (laughs) yeah right um well who knows krog maga is a pretty uh pretty dangerous uh you know also, like you know, are we only going to teach the good guys Krav Maga? Are the bad guys going to also know Krav, yeah. Krav Maga now? This, that feels dangerous, <laughs> you know. Um, no, but but but, you know. Regardless, I um, I do. I I think I think um, guns are are important to a certain extent for self defense. Uh, you know, what kind of weapons? Okay, you know, you can make. There's conversation there, I guess. Um, Is it going to be really, really difficult at this point to do a whole lot of, you know, taking out what is already kind of in? Yeah, I think so. Um,
0: I mean, it's it's just it's just wildly inconsistent. So it was like two years ago that we were having discussions of defund the police. The police are corrupt. The police cannot be trusted. The police don't do their job. Which, okay, if you believe that, then who is going to protect the community? If who's going to stop the bad guy, if it's not going to be the police, who is it going to be?
1: I mean, I think people are hoping, um, you know, we I think I think what people are hoping is like, yeah, they don't like the police. But if we get rid of guns, then, you know, we won't need the police because there won't be bad guys with guns.
0: But Um, let's just pretend Um, pretend the Second Amendment does not exist. And tomorrow, Biden and Congress passes a thing banning all guns. All guns have to be confiscated. Well, there's still going to be guns in the U.S. There are a lot of... Bad guys are still... There's going to be a lot fewer bad guys with guns, but there's still going to be bad guys with guns. There's a lot of guns
1: in the U.S. When they want
0: to do bad things with those guns, who's going to stop them? If it's not the police, and it's not a good guy with a gun, then it's not looking so good for the good guys.
1: Right. And and I I mean, like... Well, there's some strange assumptions there, Pete. I think, like, if we get rid of guns, the bad guys are still going to have them, but the good guys aren't. I, I mean, I think, like it's just not going to change as much as people think it necessarily would. It's very hard. Like our, our, you know, I think, I think we can, we can do our best to try to make sure that
0: guns don't get into um, into the wrong hands. Um, you know, well, I mean, the black market will always exist. And if you're a good guy, you're really not going to do a lot of illegal activities to obtain an illegal gun. I'm sure there's going to be uh, exceptions, but largely speaking, that's going to be true. Um, but if you're a bad guy, if you're part of gangs, if you're uh, someone connected, um, even if you're someone willing to do shady things, you will still be able to get a gun. And there will be the ratio of bad guys with guns to good guys with guns will decrease uh, significantly.
1: Yeah, right, right, sure. Um, I, I mean, like, how much like I wonder because there's so many guns already in the country that um I don't know how much the ratio even would really change even if the only people the only new people with access to it were bad guys um just because well this is is like hypothetical if
0: uh police officers go into well actually no there's no police never mind but if they pretty much break if someone um an unknown uh bureaucratic agency breaks into the homes and confiscates all the guns
1: right right yeah I um and, and and even that I don't think would go too well. <laughs> I don't think that uh, trying to confiscate guns from Americans is is like uh, something that would go over smoothly.
0: Well, um, let's see how uh, Beta O'Rourke fares in his Texas uh, gubernatorial election.
1: Right. Right. That should be fun. That should be fun to watch. Um, yeah. No, I I think um, I do. I. Yeah. Yeah. Well gun the gun debates interesting I think I think it's 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 healthy to to you know try to obviously make sure it's not in the wrong hands I think it's hard to take back what's already out there um, it's just not really like a practical solution in my in my eyes to say all right let's let's you know let's ban them all now it's like well there's more guns than people in, in this country um, it's hard to, kind of stop what's already in in, you know, what's out there, um, you know, not that we shouldn't try, obviously, in some ways, but but I don't know if banning guns is the is the right way to do it, um.
0: But yeah,
1: so and, anyway. Yeah.
0: All right, um, the next thing on our docket, it is primary season, Good and uh, there has been a few fun primaries uh, for the midterms that we should get to. Um, so let's start off in Pennsylvania. Um, so the Senate race is between uh, Dr. Mehmet Oz, uh, you may know him from the Dr. Oz Show, um, and David McCormick, a con- Connecticut businessman running in Pennsylvania for the Senate. Uh, he's kind of running in the uh, Trumpier Glenn Youngkin mold, um, former businessman, uh, not very extreme views, but uh, big into the culture wars. Um, and they are very close to tight, about as tight as you can be. Um, they're still counting the very last of the absentee ballots. Um, but as it stands right now, Dr. Oz has a lead over McCormick by about 900 votes. Um, by about less than 0.1% of the vote. Um, And there's gonna be a recount. Uh, We'll see how it fares. Uh, There's already some disputes, some legal battles over uh, absentee voting. Um, So absentee ballots have statistically statistically favored uh, McCormick. Um, So there's legal uh, battles right now saying whether absentee ballots that do not have a date on them, uh, should those be counted or not? Um, McCormick wants those to be counted. Oz is saying those should not be counted. Um, so we'll see what the courts say about that. Um, it seems like Oz has the advantage right now, um, but it's far from over. We don't know what will happen. Trump, uh, in his you know, this may be surprising, but he's saying uh, stop stop the count, stop the count. Uh, absentee ballot shouldn't count. Uh, Oz won the election. They're trying to steal the election from Oz. Um, Oz, you know, to his credit. Yeah, yeah, deja vu, anyone? Um, Oz, to his credit, is not announcing victory. He's uh, saying let's do a recount and see what happens. Um, but yeah, Trump, going on that? Um, for their governor race. Never change. Doug okay. Mastriano, a QAnon-adjacent uh, election conspiratorial uh, candidate, won the gubernatorial nomination
1: good good for him uh, um but yeah he's he's gonna basically get whooped here
0: uh, he's someone who as should trump run in 2024 has pretty much all but promised to uh pledge the pennsylvania's electoral votes to him um i i believe the Pennsylvania's institutions are strong enough that that won't actually end up happening, even if Mastriano does become governor. But still, the fact that he's uh, talking about that and selling on voter fraud—I um, believe he was at the January 6 rights too—is um, right. concerning. Wow. Um, and also, will definitely drag down uh, Oz McCormick in their race. Um, but the surprising thing is, you know. Uh, Mastriano's opponent, uh, Attorney, G- Attorney General, Lieutenant Governor, I forget, uh, Josh Shapiro, is now claiming like, uh, we can't elect Mastriano, he's a threat to the democracy, uh, he will destroy the country, you know, he'll destroy democracy as it is, and you know, I can kind of see where he's coming from, but the problem is, his campaign openly campaigned for Mastriano, because the Shapiro campaign knew that Mastriano would be by far the easiest to beat. So they actually spent over a million dollars to help his campaign, more money than Mascherano put in himself. Um, so how, how can you claim that the fact that this guy is so close to the governor is scary for the democracy and democracy is at risk, be consistent with, oh yeah, we're gonna give this guy a ton of money to help him uh, win the Republican nomination?
1: It is, um, I, think, I think the answer you're looking for, Peter, is that it's not very consistent
0: i I believe that was what I was fishing for. Just,
1: just uh you know, just throw my hat in the ring here, um, yeah, yeah, but i mean to 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 josh Shapiro's fairness i I guess it probably does look like he will be a very easy candidate for him to beat. um so I mean, as far as political reasons go, um yeah, you know, it makes sense, um not consistent with his rhetoric, but yeah, right. Fund his campaign, and and then probably he has a great shot against somebody who uh, is QAnon adjacent. Um, But
0: yeah, I I think Shapiro is definitely likely going to win, but I would not rule out the possibility that Mastriano does win. I mean, this is a huge red wave uh, midterm. It is
1: is a red wave midterm. I mean, that's a good point.
0: inflation but, yeah. uh increased increased gas prices uh one biden think- era after the next right um it could push Mastriano over top we don't know um one idea true. uh from well, kevin well, Lampson, do you think and that's for uh, you what, One what theory.
1: About, sorry pete what, what what about Mastriano's uh pushes for uh banning abortion do you think that's going to hurt him in the wake of
0: uh, roe v wade I think it could. Um, The difference is, will that be the difference maker? Yeah, right. Um, Because Josh Shapiro has also said that we need uh, abortion access for all nine months, um, which is probably more popular than Mastriano's no abortion ever stance. But still, it's going to leave a lot of people in the middle saying, I don't want either of these. All
1: nine months?
0: Yeah. All nine of them? All nine, up until the point of birth.
1: That's, That's something else
0: um so again Shapiro could easily like move to the center um so he definitely has a left vote he just needs to similar to the center and he will e- easily have this in the bag but he's moving more left um I still think he can win this but I think it makes it harder um Kevin Williamson at National Review has an interesting theory he thinks that uh some Democratic voters will shy away from Josh Shapiro um because of his uh common last name uh with another prominent Shapiro
1: that is that is
0: funny uh, that, of course, being Ben Shapiro, the popular conservative commentator. Um,
1: Which is a very funny reason to let Mastriano win, who is yeah. far more right-wing than Ben Shapiro is. Um, well, I don't know about right-wing.
0: I'd say crazy, because well, I don't really you.
1: Sure, see... sure. Maybe maybe, maybe, I, uh, yeah, maybe I, I misspoke. Um, yeah, not as much of a nutcase.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah. Mastriano is on any wing. It's He's his own... Uh, Mutation
1: or something. Yeah. Um, um, right. Right.
0: And let's go to Georgia now. Georgia
1: uh, a fun one.
0: So Brian Kemp, the very uh, conservative and popular governor of Georgia, um, who was uh, an ally of Trump until the 2020 election, Uh, Kemp, of course, refused to uh, take part in Trump's election conspiracy theories. He said Biden fairly won the election that, of course, uh, set Trump off into full toddler mode. Um, So he endorsed David Perdue. Uh, You may remember David Perdue. He was a senator, Republican senator from Georgia, who lost his election in a runoff to uh, Senator John Ossoff, uh, January of 2021, actually the day before. Uh, the infamous January 6th. So Trump endorsed Purdue to primary Brian Kemp. Um, The first poll released months ago had them tied. Um, Well, ever since Purdue has collapsed, um, the final percentage was Kemp had about 74% of the vote. Purdue had about 23. So more than over a 50 point margin of victory Against the Trump-endorsed candidate,
1: sweeping defeat of of Purdue, um, and I mean, I know a, a lot of uh, people are are kind of at this point raising the question of like Donald Trump's influence on um, on 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 politics and on backing candidates. Um, well,
0: funny enough, that's not the view Donald Trump has. Donald Trump actually, um, this might come as a surprise. He actually thinks there's voter fraud in Georgia too, what? not just Pennsylvania. There's Georgia, he said. No. Oh. Well, as he said, uh, no one I mean, has that's, fifty that's, point that's, margins. That. I
1: mean, that's one of the one of the places they stole the election too, right, Pete? Exactly, exactly.
0: Um, the, I mean, the, there's, the, the Georgia is actually for, a common for Georgia for is a common place for just voter irregularities. You know, uh, it was stolen from yeah. Stacey Abrams in twenty eighteen, stolen from Donald Trump in twenty twenty. Then, then there was the uh, all the voters were suppressed, which is a bit weird because actually, um. We had record, Georgia had a record turnout for a midterm primary, absolutely crushing its 2018, uh, turnout, but you know, there's still, uh, those voter suppression laws must have backfired, huh?
1: Yeah. Oh man. Those, you know, man, Jim Crow 2.0, really, he really tried, but just didn't stick the landing on those on voter suppression. In mm. fact, Pete, um, not only was, was, uh, was there record voter turnout, but there's also record minority voter turnout as well. Right.
0: That too. That is definitely true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, whoops, <laughs> little slip up on, uh, on Jim Crow 2.0 there. Um, they tried their best, uh, but at the end of the day, democracy prevails, Peter. Um, yes. so yeah. So obviously, um, obviously the voter suppression was not really voter suppression as it turns out. Uh, and it was not the apocalyptic, um, event that so many were, were calling it. Um, and, and that's great. It's great that a lot of people turned out for the election and it's great that Brian Kemp, uh, kicked Purdue's ass. Um, so cool. And now, and it wasn't
0: just Brian Kemp, um, Georgia's secretary of state, uh, Brad Raffensperger, uh, who you might remember uh, Trump said to in a phone call, said, I just need to find 10,000 something votes. Um, He was also uh, completely admonished by Trump. And people, again, were concerned that he uh, could lose his reelection. Many people predicted it would be at least be close. Um, No, he won by over a 10 point margin. He got over 50%, so he will not need a runoff. He wins outright in his reelection. Um, Really, the only Trump winner in Georgia is, uh, I guess, Herschel Walker, who's um, won his Senate primary in Georgia, but of course, you know, famous football star, Georgia loves him. Um, And then also Marjorie Taylor Greene won re-election by, again, the over 50-point margin against her more sane uh, primary opponent. Um, Moving to another state, North Carolina... Uh, Another Trumpy who was not so unlucky against their primary uh, challenger, Madison Cawthorn, loses re-election. I wonder why. I don't know. It could be so, so many things. The
1: guns he put in his
0: suitcase. The guns he put in the suitcase, uh, his claims about cocaine use and other stuff happening in Congress. Are you talking about orgies, um, Peter. That's that was what I was referring to. Um some unfortunate yeah. videos uh showing peculiar acts to his cousin um we could go on but and, it's unless we'd be and, here all day
1: more peculiar acts happening to other men as well I believe too right weren't there's, there's there's like
0: weren't there a few of those incidents or was there, there only were a few. there were a few of those well he was also photographing lingerie I
1: remember, I remember the lingerie there's the gun in the suitcase. Yeah. And then the, his cousin. Yeah. Yeah. So he, it turns out that doesn't really fly in Washington. Um, even though Washington is apparently exactly like house of cards. Um, I guess, that, maybe, that is I guess, I guess you've got to keep that on the down low.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, it's pretty, I mean, credit, again, credit where credit's due. He did concede the election. He was not, he did not peddle via uh, Trump conspiracy theories. Um, but the day after he posted on his social media that uh, this is the time for dark maga to arise, um, which I think dark maga is a funny phrase.
1: What does that? What does that mean? Dark...
0: I, I I don't know if it's supposed to be implied. If it's dark, up to dark maga right? Like a the Batman um, movie,
1: like the dark maga rises.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like I yeah, I, I, I think play? I saw that uh, on Twitter. That like an edited like poster that circulating is pretty funny.
1: That is pretty funny. Oh my god. Well. Um let's hope it doesn't. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh so I mean I guess that's Um oh. Oh. Um should we talk about Alabama, I guess?
0: Uh yeah, but what's happening with Alabama? Britt Britt Brooks run on Oh yeah, no it's totally right there on the list that I just overlooked. Um yeah, <laughs> so the <laughs> Alabama primary uh, happens. Um, so the <laughs> you can, you can it's been a know. long day.
1: I don't even, I don't even know about this one. So you're going to have to take all, all of, all of the bulk of the... it. I was getting nervous. Cause I was like, I was like, you can't hand hand this off to me. Cause I, I, I didn't read about this.
0: Google Alabama Senate race. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Read, read it straight from, uh, straight from Wikipedia. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead yeah.
0: Um, so some brief background, uh, representative Mo Brooks, a, uh, major, Trump ally, an election conspirator, uh, was a favorite. He was Trump endorsed. Then he made a comment over this last summer saying that we should look forward towards 2024 instead of focusing on the 2020 election. Then his poll numbers started decreasing. Then he went down to a solid third place in Alabama, and Trump pulled his endorsement. Um, but after Trump pulled his endorsement, he had a resurgence. <laughs> Um, So he was able to come actually finish in second place in the Alabama primary, Um, and he has not lost because the way Alabama primary works is no one gets over 50%. It goes to a runoff between the top two uh, candidates. So Mo Brooks will be facing uh, Katie Britt, who is a former chief of staff to uh, outgoing uh, Alabama Senator Richard Shelby. Um, Britt is still favored, um, but still. Brooks was supposed to lose. He wasn't even supposed to make it to the runoff. Uh, that is why Trump pulled his endorsement. Um, so I wonder if Trump is going to endorse Brooks again. If he's going to stay out of it, I can't really see him endorsing Katie Britt, um, who you know it can't be against. She can't be anti-Trump um, because she's in Alabama, but is definitely far from the Trump ally that Mo Brooks is. Um, so again, another possible sign that Trump's uh, influence is waning. Uh, we'll have to see. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and and I I mean, what lastly here? There's a little bit of uh, Supreme Court news. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, kind, of, kind of, and I, and I guess this is this is most of what's what's been going on here.
0: Uh, yeah. So we wanted to do a podcast uh, following. Uh, politico's leak um i assume anyone who's already made it this far in the podcast knows what we're talking about um yeah roe v wade reportedly being overturned um again we didn't have time for the podcast um we were only won't dwell on that because now that seems like old news um i read a couple articles on it from the contrarian so i'm guessing about it
1: everyone saw the tampons in the tree it's uh <laughs> it's it's yeah, yeah. So that I mean that's old news, but
0: yeah. Um, but a, some news yeah. regarding uh, the search for the leak: um, the Supreme Court Marshal um, is apparently asking for all the phone records for all the clerks of the Supreme Court. Um, so they are being serious about finding the leak, which I think is a good thing. Um, I hope for the integrity of the court and the institution, which has already been irreparably damaged by the leak. Uh, will help start to repair that if possible um, I think there's any chance of even making back some of that gain you have to find the person who leaked it and fire them and possible hold possibly hold criminal charges against them
1: yeah yeah no absolutely and I and you know i I, I um I, I guess I don't know if it's completely irreparable I think I think it's bad what's happened but I, I think um, I honestly think that the Supreme Court's going to be okay. I, I think there was a lot of recognition that this was pretty bad. Not on every side. Um, not everyone recognized it was bad, but I, I think um, I, I think I'm 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 confident that that um, maybe hopefully less landed on the Supreme Court than did the Republicans in general. I think people blamed republicans um some somewhat for getting rid of roe v wade despite that not exactly being what what happened um and, and well, I, don't, I don't know i'd like to think that the supreme court is going to to be okay i don't well i don't when
0: you know, i mean irredeemable i don't mean just I mean, i'm not just i don't mean because the opinion of the uh alabama or actually alabama it's uh mississippi um anyway the reversal of roe v wade i'm talking about the leak itself because now there no, none of the supreme court justices are going to be able to trust each other uh the justices are not going to have right. complete trust in their clerks um right it's unlikely that just a staffer secretary did it but again there's still there's still going to be this non-zero chance that someone who works with them leaked it and betrayed their trust right. and that is going to be lasting at least through the roberts court you know i hope that uh you know a couple decades uh will restore that trust um there's gonna to have to be no more leaks but at least for that time, um, that breach of trust will is not going anywhere. You know, can't really repair that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the yeah, best I, way to do that is to find who leaked it. Um, I do
1: agree. I, th- I, think, I think it's important they find who it is. Um, yeah. But I, I, I do hope that the breach in trust uh, um, isn't as detrimental to the functions of the court as, as it appears, at least right now. Um, I hope it doesn't put too much pressure on the courts uh, externally. Uh, but, but yeah, I guess, I guess
0: you're right. I mean, the, the breach of trust is, is pretty bad and, and we'll see, we'll see how that plays out. Um, um, there was also a recent Supreme court decision. This one was actually not leaked. This one was done the uh, proper way, um, but as regarding a Texas state law. It was kind of modeled off after a similar Florida law. Um, the law would pretty much uh, bar social media companies from uh, censoring or uh, kicking off users or just uh, anything based off political views. So um, that was sued uh, for First Amendment rights. And in a 5-4 majority, the Supreme Court did strike it down, um, reversing a uh, appeals court that said that the law could go in effect. Um, In the majority is Justice Roberts, Kavanaugh and Barrett, along with Stephen Breyer and Sotomayor. In the minority um, was Clarence Thomas, uh, Samuel Alito, Neil Gorsuch, and Kagan, Elena Kagan. Yeah. Um, so pretty much the minority opinion, um, or sorry, the minority dissent, written by Alito said that uh, he had yet to make a decision on the constitutionality of it, and therefore uh, they should not review. Uh, re- uh, they should not overrule the uh, standing. Uh, opinion, which was the opinion of the uh, Circuit Court of Appeals, which upholded the Texas law. Um, Justice Kagan did not sign on to Alito's opinion. She did not offer a reason, but for some reason, she did dissent and thought that the Texas law should go into place, Uh, which is very surprising to me. Um, I'm Mm. very curious if anyone has uh, predictions or suggestions on how she said it that way with yeah, the uh,
1: i'm sure we'll get lots of responses to this podcast
0: yeah all the people uh, it this far.
1: yeah no i'm just kidding um uh, but no it, it, it is interesting um and uh but you know as you mentioned it seems the majority opinion was uh was the other way around um and and that private companies maintain the right to shut down opinions they they
0: they dislike um but yeah yeah that's all on our, our agenda for <laughs> uh jesus um oh, bless you <laughs> thank, thank you peter nice um, um uh, yes that's all we have the on, on the agenda for today um we do have some upcoming changes to the contrarian um that we're looking forward to we can't uh publicly announce it yet but scary. maybe by next podcast uh we will tell it but uh you're gonna stick around for the contrarian um because we 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 really like what we have planned for us we're
1: not going anywhere Um, uh we're not uh and while you're at it um write something for us uh we really really want lots of opinions on here uh this isn't just you know for for me and pete to rant about whatever we we think about uh we, we we would love to hear some more you know other opinions, different opinions, similar opinions, all of it. Uh, Ever
0: and again, rebuttals are always encouraged. Um, our I wrote yeah. the uh, first rebuttal to uh, the anonymous Alphonsus Yes. Um, yes. on Ukraine. Um, and we we love dissent. You know, we that's why we created this place. I'm mean, not again not being sarcastic because I know it's hard to differentiate, but uh, we actually like uh, opposing views. We don't want the uh, same view echoed. Um,
1: true. um I mean. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, we, it's, we think uh,
0: disagreements bring out uh, the most interesting and productive conversations. So please, especially if you disagree with us, contact us, uh, write for us. We'd love I, to have I, you.
1: I mean, I can't tell you how much I've changed my opinion just from like hearing what other people think, uh, you know, along the way. It's all about exactly uh, the same. If, if you're not, you know, kind of rethinking your, your opinions, you, you know, it's how you learn, you know, learning, learning should be should be it's what it's all about. But um Alas, please write for us, uh, help us expand the Contrarian. We really love to hear from you guys. And, uh, you know, recommend us to all of your your politically motivated friends that totally love to listen to fun podcasts uh, and read cool articles. And we will see you next time. Um, wait, I can't wait. No, I can't steal that one. Wait, this see, see you next time. Uh, no, no, we,
0: we have his blessing. Um, oh, yeah, I said, yeah. So, so quick background. Um, I don't know if we, we, we can cut this out. Um, yeah, right, right, right. But uh, was, see you next time is a phrase from Jonah Goldberg's podcast. Um, and we even, our intro is even a bit similar with the sound bites and the dog howl. Um, and we got to speak to him at his, uh, 500 episode event in DC yes. and we told him about it. And he said, yep, nope, that's totally fine. Um, for us to, uh, copy his podcast. So huh. yeah. See so, you next time. Um, so,
1: so see, see you next time. Or, um, no, you won't. This is I a podcast. Go with, I think, shut up, Peter. I think <laughs> we're going to go with signing off. Um
0: signing off I, we, we promised we promised that we'd have it down uh last podcast but here we, we are look
1: like, at like well we also said that we do we do it weekly so we're That's failures true. That's a, true. we're failures in a lot of we errors. are consistent
0: in our failures um yeah yeah seriously
1: um well signing off um and and hope hope uh hope you you tune into the next podcast later everybody